Well, hey, welcome to the Joyrides Automotive Podcast. I'm Dalen, joined here in the studio by Tony Irvin and, and Corey. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess we're here back at the library maximizing our ta- our tax dollars. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This, is, this is an expensive building they put up, so we might as well come here and record. You know, it's right? amazing. This is actually probably the nicest building, one of the nicest buildings in town. And every time I come in here, there's a solid four people. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> and we're three of them. It's an amazing space. It's honestly... It's probably the newest building in town also. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. yeah. They built it after the old the library flood. got smoked. Mm-hmm. You're more flooded, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got smoked. <laughs> uh, no, it's nicer. I like it. Oh, yeah. The staff is always super helpful. Yeah, and it's a nice They got us in space. here on the last last minute. Yeah, and it's super quiet. We don't have to compete yeah, with any other loud crap. Today? Five o'clock. Okay, so yeah. we don't have any time afterwards anyways. Yeah. 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 Yeah, don't have time to check out movies. I did see that they actually have a VHS collection here. Seriously? Yeah, I I noticed that last time we were here. I was just like, oh, they still have VHS. I remember like the library I went to when I was a little kid had a big VHS section. Mm-hmm. I'd always pick one out, and uh, yeah, normally it was just Chicken Run, just all the time, <laughs> every week. Great movie. Yep. <laughs> I wonder Great if that still movie. holds up. I haven't seen it. You know what movie from my childhood I watched recently, and it still holds up, is that uh, Cat in the Hat movie. With oh, yeah. Mike Myers. Oh, You geez. ever see that? It <laughs> was holds it, was up. Was it you that was saying that every car in that movie is like a ZX2 Ford Focus? Yes. Yeah, the ZX3. Yeah. And they have the yeah. little like covers. But then the uh, the bad guy, Alec Baldwin, in that movie, he drives the Ford Thunderbird, like yep. the 2003 Ford Thunderbird. Oh, awesome. Yeah. The best Jaguar Ford ever made. <laughs> I, love, I love when non-car movies just kind of throw some like cool car stuff yeah. in there like have you guys ever seen the movie uhf from the late 80s yeah, with, with weird, weird al? al yeah so there's the point in there That's where such a good movie. he says he's going to the other tv station it's like the lincoln station or whatever it's whatever it's called and he pulls into the parking lot and every single car in the lot is a lincoln <laughs> <laughs> i I really like they had the just like a little thing they threw in. Yeah, there. that's funny. The, the, I'm guessing Ford must sign a lot of contracts with movie makers, something like that. Because yeah. it's just like, where do you get access to just 60 Lincolns just for a quick side gig that right. most people won't even notice? Yeah. Well, nowadays, every movie has either a Mercedes or a Dodge in it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Every single car is either Mercedes or Dodge. Yeah. I noticed yeah. that. Um, it was one of the. I can't remember if it was like Criminal Minds. It's one of those like crime scene shows. Every single car you see is a Dodge. Really? It's to the point where it's almost weird. Yeah. Just every car is a Dodge. Yeah. Weird product placement. I can't remember which one it was. Like James Bond and Aston Martin. Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily product placement or just like, hey, if our car is what you use, you know, we'll give you, we'll sell your car's base models half off or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sort of deal going on. Well, you know, in in the original RoboCop movie, they were going to use like Ford Tauruses or something. Yeah, because that was like the most advanced, like ahead of its time car in that moment. But wasn't it Ford wouldn't let them use it? So Pontiac made the Pontiac 6000 to go in the movie. Is that what it was? And they named it the 6000 to make it sound like really fancy Futuristic. futuristic. Oh, that's kind of cool. I I didn't even know that. I remember the Pontiac 6000. They should have used the Buick Rayada. (laughs) That, that's oh, a cool like futuristic. Yeah. yeah. Although I think what year did Robocop come out? That would have been before Bef- the Riata. Before the Riata, yeah. Riatas were like ninety. 90 they were eighty eight. No, they were like eighty. They were late eighty eight. They were 88. first first production car to have a touchscreen. Yeah. In it. Oh, but yeah. it was like a CRT. And the thing is, I've seen like some Riatas around here for sale. Like, yeah. Within a hundred miles, and they're always super cheap. Yep. Super clapped out, yep. but they never have the touchscreen. Uh, right? Yeah. Never Wasn't do. it like I've a first year only it, option? It was a first year thing, and it was so slow and so like 
what's the word like just foreign to people they didn't yeah. know how to use it that it failed yeah they had to go back the same way a lot of drive-throughs failed at first because people were like oh you just drive and get your food and then eat in your car that's stupid and like, yeah. like a lot of them were unsuccessful at first yeah. ahead of their time yeah, yeah. I was well, like just, a, and not just just completely or not completed yet you know yeah like half baked not was, really ready the, uh, for ready to go i can't remember if it was like the bonneville or the chieftain or something but pontiac came out with a fuel injected engine in 1958 yeah and it was just electronic fuel injection 1958 and it failed miserably because nobody wanted to buy it they were like how does that thing even work i can't find anybody that's going to be able to work on that thing and they're like oh it's going to be unreliable and terrible you know some weird new fuel system we're not going that way and they only sold like a thousand of these cars that were fuel injected. Everyone was scared of them. Well, Chevy had the um, I can't. I think it was Rochester. It was or Rochester uh, fuel on the fifty sevens. Uh, I think it started on the Corvettes in fifty six, okay. maybe, and then it went to the Bel Airs in fifty seven. Yeah, uh, and they had that for almost ten years, mm-hmm. and it worked, but it wasn't like. It wasn't any more fuel efficient. It just atomized no. the fuel better. Gotcha. There's a little, I believe it's a vacuum pump that sits like on the frontmost part of the engine bay, right next to the horns on those. And they don't make that pump anymore. At least according to they Chad don't make and Travis, the they don't anymore. make they don't make the, that part anymore. So it's like, I think it was like twelve hundred dollars to get a new old stock. I saw someone selling. Can a you whole get somebody that makes them? Like, is there an aftermarket? I don't think anybody like makes parts for them. So I saw a guy. The who, overwhelming majority of those Tri Five Chevys are just going to be carbureted or heavy, heavily yeah. modified. So it's so almost it's almost to the point where you have to be so dedicated to keeping your fuelie. The only people who want the fuelies are like the crazy Chevy people and yeah. Corvette people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I did see someone who was selling a new old stock, like the whole system mm-hmm. that they took off of like they bought a car and they didn't want it on there i guess and they took it off like like one, back in the day like back in the day like one year after it came out yeah and they were selling the whole system new old stock 35 grand holy, holy shit yeah <laughs> yeah stupid that's ridiculous uh real quick uh yeah, before we get into get anything we're gonna jump into a little bit of car news i guess i will start out with smart you guys remember Smart, everybody's favorite uh, collaboration between a watch company and a car manufacturer? You know, I'm just going to say it. I've seen a weirdly like high amount of those in the last few weeks. Well, you're gonna I never see them, but I, ke- I keep seeing them now. The last couple of weeks, these keep showing up. I'm like, what are you doing? You ever you're see g- the vents on the, the dashboard? No. The the air vents, instead of being in the like front of the dash pointed at you, they stick out the top and it's like a dome and it you just <laughs> aim it where you want it to go. It's like a it's like a stormtrooper helmet. That is it's weird. weird. It's probably all the more they had room for in that tiny yeah. car. It's like, yeah, no, we can't run individual vents. <laughs> well, room for that. you're gonna see more and more of those cars now because they're they're coming out with a new model. Yeah. Oh, it's not the four two anymore. No, what? it's called the Smart Number One, and oh, it is sweet. a all electric crossover. What? Yeah. Is it, it big? Um, I don't know. Look at it. You tell me. It's just a four-door okay, smart. That, that it's got like, like the, it has McLaren like Ford EcoSport. Yeah, Ford yeah, EcoSport <laughs> with 570S headlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it looks pretty small, but it's a single electric motor, 268 horsepower, uh, 66 kilowatt hour battery. It's a nickel cobalt manganese battery, which I've never heard of anybody using that combination of yeah, materials for a battery. That. 
Maybe it is common. Maybe it's not. I don't really know. I thought nickel cobalt was what they used in the early like Priuses that everyone hated because they're th- really bad for the environment. I thought those were nickel metal hydride or oh, hydride or something right. like that. I don't know. Anyways, uh, let's see. This is it's made on a or it's based on a platform made by Geely. Are you familiar with Geely? They're a car manufacturer in China. Of course. Uh, this is supposed to have a range of 273 miles. And it should charge from 10 to 80% in three hours and 30 minutes. So, so, it's, so it takes a it while seems to charge, like a, yeah. but it seems like a good daily driver, like drive to work, drive at home. It seems like it just kind of falls into the stream of like normal electric cars it, it now. It falls into the is void of like generic electric yeah, cars. Which is weird to think that already we're into the point where it's like, <laughs> oh, that's just a normal electric, electric stuff. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Is that US spec? Uh, I believe so. Do yes. they have the curb weight listed on there? The curb weight. That's a good question. Because I'm wondering, 268 horsepower, and it didn't look very big. No, uh, 4,012 pounds. So 4,000 pounds. So it's the weight of my G8. Mm-hmm. So I, I asked about the U.S. spec because I bet what that is is Geely, the Chinese manufacturer, makes the really cheap one, and then Smart just took it to make it. US oh, you know yeah. what? That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. it would. Um, I, I bet Smart. It, do, is that the? Uh, is that the smart like spec list or is it the Geely list? This is the this is smart and everything's in feet and inches, so I'm gonna assume that this is coming to the US and this is a yeah, US that, based that thing. That would yeah. make sense. Um Yeah. We don't really know much about pricing or zero to sixty or anything like that. But if you know how a four thousand pound electric car you know, with that kind of battery and output right. yeah, accelerates and drives and I mean that's that's probably pretty telling. Next the, up, Tony, you had the, something on Honda and Chevy I, collaborating. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot about that, okay. but I just I saw a thing that said that Honda and Chevy were collaborating to make a sub thirty thousand dollar electric car. That's oh, an really? interesting collab. That, uh, that's, I think back to the nineties when Chevy and who was it? It was like Chevy and Isuzu was Chevy were Isuzu. I think Diahats. You know, Daewoo yeah. did a lot, little bit of Chevy stuff. Yeah, but it was. Well, I think they were owned by by GM at probably. the time. Daewoo, isn't aren't they still owned by GM? They might be. They're Korean, and I don't think they sell anything in the U.S. or haven't no. at least for like two decades. Well, um, no. GM I used to I, own Isuzu, and did they did they own Suzuki? Or am I mistaken? I, I know that GM owned a lot of the small like, Japanese and well, Korean brands. Because I know back then, like Dodge and Mitsubishi, yeah, basically the same had the thing. Diamond Star Motors, Ford yeah. and Mazda, they mm-hmm. did a lot of collaborating. So now yeah. Chevy Honda just makes sense. Yeah, Actually, Chevy well, Honda sounds like a great collaboration because if you you said sub thirty grand, yeah, I'm thinking like if you if I were to go out and buy a sub thirty grand car right now, yeah, it would be either a Honda or Chevy or maybe Toyota, well, but really that's like. For that price point and them coming out with an electric car together, I feel like already this is promising. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that if they're working together, they both, I mean, they're both big enough car companies. They're definitely not the most mainstream. Uh, I mean, they are a mainstream car company, but they're not like Toyota in terms of everybody's going to go buy one of these. Right. So it should be interesting to see them team up and, you know, bad share something. Honda in a, the general sense is probably equal with Toyota yeah. as far as like popularity. Yeah. But it'd be like having a... At least here in the States. Yeah. I know internationally Toyota's Toyota's just a beast. Mm -hmm. But then like, it would be like a Chevy Sonic and Honda Civic being the shared platform. Yeah, it's almost as if like, what if the Sonic didn't suck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it is. Right. That'd be cool. 
That's Are true. you saying that a fit doesn't suck? A Honda Fit probably sucks. <laughs> I, I haven't even I haven't even looked into them. Don't. Would I even fit in one? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. you would. I feel like we've gotten to a point in cars where it's not like the NA Miatas or anything. Or, you know, we've gotten to a point where cars, for the most part, they feel pretty nice. They're screwed together pretty nice because well, any more humans aren't doing all that work. It's, it's all automated. It's gonna be a fairly yeah. decent. So, build quality. yeah there's just I mean, there's a lot of cars out there i mean i'm, I'm a tall guy but there's yeah. a lot of cars out there that are too small for me to drive comfortably in for more than like 30 minutes like countach like yeah a countach <laughs> no but Corey a miata does not fit in a countach no i found i'm out, like I, max I height for a countach. i feel like I not a lot a of people fit in it sucks uh countaches are built for like short little italian people yeah so yeah. i can't remember i think it's a 512 or something like that um ferrari yeah yeah but Shaquille O'Neal owns a Ferrari, and I remember seeing something how he bought two of them and had a company literally cut each of them in half and leave like a little bit of room on the cut from each side and then weld them back together so that he had enough leg room to drive the thing. Yeah. <laughs> that is just insane. Yeah, that's nuts. That's, uh, I'm, I'm that's sure they next murdered the money. chassis rigidity that's, by doing that oh, too. Oh, for sure. <laughs> that is definitely fuck you money yeah Fum. well back in the day that's I'm, shack needs a ferrari money yeah. <laughs> that, back in the day i'm surprised they didn't set it on like a chevy c10 frame yeah yeah, yeah. it's a k5 blazer with a uh, ferrari <laughs> badge on it and that's just what shack drives speaking of off-road trucks like the k5 blazer ford Good made an segue. announcement on what they're going to call the f-150 rattler have you heard of this i have not heard of this rattler Rattler, whatever it is. Rattler. Uh, that sounds so, cool. A rattler and it comes with factory rust. <laughs> That's what I said. Well, so Ford already makes the, um, or the, what's their off-road thing? Raptor? The Raptor. Raptor. But those are expensive, right? Yes. Fairly. So the goal with this is to have a cheaper off-roader. It's, oh, that's why it's, it's the Rattlers. They yeah. just use cheap materials, so it just, <laughs> just it's, rattles the whole time. It's based off of the base model XL trim, but you get shocks and wheels and tires, all kinds of fun stuff. So it should bring off-roading it's, or off-road ability to a, a more affordable price point. It's probably the normal F-150 with the suspension from the uh, Raptor. It could be. It might have its own. I'm not really sure. I haven't dug Probably that deep cheap. into it. So I know when we were I feel like the, the shocks and all that set up on the uh, Raptor are just insanely expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, like yeah. a major part of it. Yeah. Because those have the, the dual shock. They uh, have the Fox shocks, don't what, they? What do, you, yeah. what do you call that system where you have like kind of, it's like two shocks that are kind of strapped together? The two shocks that are strapped together. Is it a dual? I know Chevy. Chevy has it. Yeah, and on the ZR2. What is that called? Um, it's it's too dual shocks. I think it's DSST. Is that what dual it is? Dual shocks strapped together. <laughs> yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> Technical term. No, but anyway, I was gonna say, um, when when we were looking at the Bronco, you could get all sorts of factory options. You get factory oh, yeah. winch, factory bedline, running board, stuff like that. So I hope that that They're is going also, hard on the off roading stuff. Oh yeah, I yeah. hope that's optional on the Rattler. And we'll get into that in our main topic here in a little bit. Oh yeah, uh, if we have time. Oh, we'll have time. It's four o'clock. You guys like Rolls Royce? Yeah, yeah, actually, um, I heard that the uh, the new Rolls Royce uh, Spectre is coming out. Yeah, yep, I've already got my pre order in and everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the the Dawn I'm just and the selling Wraith. this library to yep. buy it. <laughs> the Dawn and the Wraith are dead. They're gone. Oh, okay. In uh, this, I believe it's going to be the last car, unless they make something else right now with the V12. But that what is it, six and three quarters V12 that they've used forever is uh, gone. I thought it's it was dead. a V8. Is it V8? 
Yeah. I don't even look oh, into stuff I can't man. afford, so you're you're Rolls. above my head right now. All right, well. Dude, I can't even afford to drive here some days. <laughs> <laughs> Taking out a loan for, for a full tank for of gasoline, gas. yeah. <laughs> Payday loans. Spectre. This but that Rolls Royce Spectre is gonna replace them and that's an electric car. I don't uh, know why I don't know why Rolls Royce wasn't on this electric thing way sooner. You think about it, it's gonna be big and heavy. Which makes a car feel nice and comfy it, it on looks the road. Massive. It's going to be dead silent, which is nice for a which luxury car. Which they're already doing. They already have some ridiculous sound deadening stuff. Yeah, they which, do. Was it Rolls Royce um, that actually th- they made a car so quiet that they actually had to go back a few steps because people were like kind of getting almost nauseous by how quiet it was that they couldn't hear the road. They couldn't hear like emergency vehicles behind them. I've never heard of that, but it that's was interesting. absolutely yeah. dead silent. And actually the, had the emergency vehicle thing is, is kind of, kind of dangerous. Yeah. Well, yeah. They just, being, that and if people honking at them or if you have a tire going down, granted you'll feel that in the steering wheel and in your butt and stuff, but like you being, need to hear a little bit. Being Rolls Royce, I wouldn't be surprised if they had like, like with your headphones, you have sound deadening, uh, like, where it listens and it cancels it out. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they had something where it would like play that through your speakers or something. Oh, like the uh, you know. like the active noise canceling? Yeah. Buicks do that. Do they really? Yeah. So then they probably I didn't know that. That's yeah. interesting. They probably hear the the siren and stuff and they recognize that and then they don't mm. cancel that out. Yeah, that, yeah. That could be. Um but the whole like getting nauseous and stuff. You ever like sit in a really quiet room where there's just nothing happening and you just like Ugh. you just hear your ears and your heartbeat. Yeah, it's and just you're like, creepy. This is just it's weird. weird. <laughs> you get to turn on like a fan or something. Yeah. yeah. One thing I have heard is that we have the technology to make uh, door locks silent. Like when you close a door, we have the technology to make that silent. But it's weird because then people don't know. Like, they don't know if their door is like yeah. they have the button. It's yeah. just silence. And you're like, yeah. uh. And then you got to go try the door like, handle I, as you close the door, like. Could you imagine no thunk? Like you just close yeah. the door and it's just, huh? See, I like my E30 where every time you shut the door, it sounds like a bomb going off. <laughs> See, my so loud. My Trans Am when you close the door, you can hear the metal hitting the plastic underneath. You know, oh yeah, mm. you can hear the window slap the side of the door. <laughs> <laughs> There's an inch between the window and the weather stripping. It's not hitting shit. <laughs> Anyways, that Rolls Royce yeah. Spectre's coming in. Uh, I believe the end of 2023. Yeah, okay, cool. So they, they've got some time to mm-hmm. got some time. They've got some prototypes together. right now. They're doing. And you were you were saying like you're surprised that they didn't come out with this electric shit sooner. Yeah, electric stuff. Yeah. Uh, like I know Aston Martin a couple years ago, they said that they will sell you an EV swap like kit for any of their models ever made. Really? Huh. Like, and this is a couple years ago. It's not. Now, dude, James like, Bond can be truly silent, right? <laughs> he can really be sneak up on, up on him with now. No sound. <laughs> It'd probably actually run the whole time too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Corey, this next bit of news—you might Wait, know a little bit more about it on. than me. I know what you're going for here. Okay. This is the big news. I yeah. wanted to throw one more thing in there okay, first. Go for it. Did you guys see that Buick has changed their logo to like the Monster Energy logo? What? They, yeah, they I, took the circle out from around their uh-huh. badge and they put all of the shields uh, totally horizontal. They're not staggered anymore. It's just one straight line of shields. And it's yeah. like... It's an interesting change. It's like, what What are you trying to appeal with that? It doesn't make any sense to well, me. Well, every single Granted, company... Granted, changes their logo trying to five update years it. anyway. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like... Every single company is updating now that the electric car stuff is getting... Uh, but yeah, it, you need to I have look a, at it and it doesn't make me think modern. It doesn't make me think electric. It makes me think, what is that? That looks like Buick Monster Energy. It, I don't get what they're going for there. 
Yeah, that it doesn't look. <laughs> they should have tilted all of them, made it like a fake M logo with it. <laughs> Especially, you know, I've seen Buick. Uh, I saw an encore with the, yeah. with the grill stripes. It looks terrible. I saw that. Especially when there's no color in there, it looks just weird. Oh yeah, that oh, is yeah. strange. Just... I, I do like the color in the Buick logo. Yeah. As, as much as Buick makes no interesting cars anymore. None. Yeah, uh, I was I actually think... I was gonna say, why do they? They don't have like a good flagship model they have boring no, suv for your grandma boring suv for your grandma boring suv for your grandma when and i think, I think a fourth of boring suv for your grandma there's nothing interesting which is weird because buick had this whole thing of like oh we're appealing to like a younger audience now they were trying to like lower oh that's the age. a buick oh that's a buick what, yeah yeah and they, then had, they, they, they had a whole commercial segment for like 10 years yes. that went on about what how people didn't know what a buick yes like. and then yeah. every product they make is uh it sits up generic. higher so that it's easy to get in it, yeah. it's generic it's quiet it's everything comfy. they make like, is beige everything they make is, <laughs> yeah. is designed I think buick and i think tan everything yeah. that they like it, they're all like beige tan like yeah but you can interior. buy them in any color. But they I guess what cool, I'm getting no, at they, is that they I'm, only come in beige and dark red, like a maroon. <laughs> what I'm getting at is that every product that they make strictly appeals to old people. Oh yeah, yeah exactly. They don't make anything that would appeal to yeah, young and people. So even, well, even it, their infotainment system has big, easy to read letters. Like, yeah. well, isn't that what killed Oldsmobile? Is it? Is that everyone? They're like, we 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 don't want this to be your grandpa's Oldsmobile, but yeah. then only your grandpa was buying it. Right. Even if you, uh, no matter how much advertising you put towards appealing to young people, if your product doesn't represent that, then you're not accomplishing right. anything. Exactly. And the thing is, they had cool stuff. You could get um, the Buick Regal with a turbo. That interests young people. Oh, turbo. You know, that just that that gets them. Even if they don't know anything about cars. Turbo just sounds cool. That's what they wanted. Yeah. Uh, and then the people that actually enjoyed cars could go out and buy the Buick Regal GS, which came with a six-speed manual. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had cool stuff. The Tour X. I love the Tour X. I know Dale loves the Tour Unfortunately, I don't think any of those things sold. I think yeah, their SUVs no, just outsold them. them because they were they were a better product for old people. <laughs> yeah. Because nobody looks at Buick as an option for buying a car. Right. But see, back to the Oldsmobile thing, the reason that Oldsmobile died is because they tried to build cars that were more for a younger audience. Yeah, like the Bravada and whatnot, like in that early 2000s, right, right before they, they, they died. Like the Aurora, it had yeah. the V8 in the front. Yeah. But, uh, my family had one of those things, and it was awesome. Yeah. My dad took that thing around Road America. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he, dr- he drove our V8 Oldsmobile Aurora around Road America. What the hell? <laughs> but, like, the, the Oldsmobiles, they're trying to build cars for a younger audience, but the only people who want them are an older audience. Yep. So now they're getting, they're losing their older audience, but they're not You're losing not market getting, share, and yeah, then you're, you're see, eventually the just going to yeah, die. Buicks yeah. is staying alive because people in China eat them like candy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know yeah. if you knew that, but it yeah. is a huge luxury item in China. That's their, don't, that's don't their biggest that, market. Yeah, that's Every car alive. that they make is made but in China. Don't they just that? rebadge Chevys as Buicks oh, in yeah. China? Yeah. yeah. They ha- so we have we have I think four Buick models in the United States currently, and they're uh, all Envision, crossover. Envision, Envision, Encore, Enclave. Do they not make a Re- Regal anymore? Nope. Nope. Oh, they killed only that in make 2020. Yeah. Oh, so okay. we just named three: the Encore, the Envision, and the Enclave. Enclave. They all start with E. Buick Rendezvous. Does that still no, exist? No, That's they dead. all start with E. Eclair, like the donut. <laughs> Eclair, Wisconsin. <laughs> I think they we can only name three. Yeah. So if there is a fourth one, it's obviously not important. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they they have three here. Um, I was watching a video on Buick not too long ago. They have like twenty models in China. Oh, they have the Encore GX. Oh yeah, is the same as like the Chevy Trailblazer. They also sell, it's got like, that oh, okay. they also sell like a Buick version of the uh, 
the Escalade there. You can get a big boxy Buick mm. SUV in China. What's that look? The the a three cylinder turbo in a Trailblazer. Yeah, that's what the new Trailblazer comes really? with. You can get a 1.2 or a 1.3. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Before too long, they're just gonna start throwing Yamaha motorcycle engines in cars. <laughs> thousand, everything's gonna have a thousand cc's yeah. and a thousand horsepower. <laughs> thousand cc, but it's some sort of hybrid system if where it gas puts engines out a last that long. Curves. I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, I saw Porsche did make another breakthrough in their uh, like zero carbon fuel. Yes, which is cool. Uh, they teamed up with, I can't remember the name of the company, is like a chemicals manufacturing firm, and mm. they're currently researching how can we make a more efficient fuel? How can we make a cleaner fuel? Is that just going to be hydrogen? Because I know I, there's a lot of hydrogen stuff coming out. I don't know. I th- what, what was it, that Toyota? They made it sound like, and I out, don't the know. The hydrogen powered one that was terrible. We've talked oh, about that the, before. It was like seventy Mirai. grand, and it was Mirai. just slow and California only. So it was Cal. There is one um, fuel station in Chicago that has mm. uh, hydrogen cells, mm. but it was like fifty grand, and you had like no range. I think it was like a two hundred mile range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, well, I've that's, also heard that the. Hydrogen thing might be f- useful for like heavy implements, okay, farm stuff, trucks, you know, yeah. the things that move trailers around, uh, warehouses, whatever the hell those are. Taxis, yeah, yeah. See, I I was reading a thing about that about that Lexus V8 that they converted into hydrogen. Mm-hmm. It was like four hundred something horsepower, which is pretty badass. But they said that the the problem with hydrogen is that it burns like six or eight times faster than gasoline. Hmm. So you need to dump a lot more fuel in to be able to produce the same horsepower. And then every yeah. car becomes the Hindenburg. Yeah. Well, so my well, under- it's, a, it's a liquid form. Yeah. Not nitrogen. a gas. Plus my my understanding. Was, Hindenburg was helium or hydrogen? I can't no, remember. No, it was hydrogen. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking nitrogen for some reason. The way nitrogen that they made it burn. sound, and I don't know for sure, but the way they made it sound in the article I was reading was that Porsche and this company are working on creating something relatively new. Oh, something okay. that's kind of untested. Not really sure what all that entails. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I'm hoping but. that whatever it is is very successful because, I mean, people like us absolutely love working on internal combustion engine vehicles. Right. My my thing is I hope that they're able to create a fuel that can just be burned in internal combustion engines because oh, yeah. I feel like Porsche wouldn't really want to go through oh, developing... Like existing engines? Yeah. yeah. I feel like Porsche wouldn't want to go through developing new engines when there's so much of this push for electric. See, I the, think if they could create a fuel that burns cleaner, but burns in the normal uh, internal combustion And then just way, replace see, traditional yeah, gasoline yeah. entirely. Yeah, That'd be absolutely. awesome. I, I like that, but at the same time, there's plenty of cars that you have to tune it differently when you switch from 87 to 91 octane. Sure. So it's like, it's a big ask. Yeah. So stuff will be yeah. retuned, but I feel I feel it's either retune for this new fuel or uh, go electric. You and could, I mean, how like, long before? I mean, obviously they're they're going to stop selling internal combustion engines. Like some states are already putting a deadline on it: 2030, 2035, stuff like that. But how long till you can't even drive one on the road? If they do that at all, I I don't see that happening. No. This is fucking because I know I know you we're, can still drive with no seatbelts if your car's older than sixty six. Yeah, stuff like that. I yeah, it was like sixty three or sixty six. Is, is it? The, is a year? Because they mandated uh, seatbelts before then, and I thought it was just because our Corvette has seatbelts and it's sixty three. That was probably optional. Because when I looked it up, it was uh, sixty six. Was the I year. know in a lot of cars, the back seats were optional, but the front seats yeah. weren't. So I don't know. I don't know. 
Those are probably just lap belts in the everything should too. be yeah. optional. Oh yeah, they weren't. They didn't have shoulder belts until like sixty, probably sixty six, sixty seven. Volvo had them in the fifties. Did they really? Yeah, like fifty five, fifty seven. Was it one where it was separate from the lap belt, so you're, it was optional? That I don't. I think it was the. Um, I think it was built all into one unit, if the, I remember correctly. Ca- but I remember the Mustangs and whatnot had, or uh, and Novas had the one that hangs up. My buddy's Caprice. I like a lot of them that have it on the door where it's a track. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, the eighties. Um, yeah. You know they had that because. It was either that or they had to have airbags. Airbags, airbags were expensive, yeah. so it's cheaper to yeah. go or with the seatbelt route. Or you could be Audi and have a cable on your transmission that when you get in a wreck and it pushes it back, it yanks the steering column mm-hmm. out and then tightens the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, until you get decapitated by <laughs> yeah, a steel you get cable. slaughtered by the <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Audi. We're getting right. way off track. This we is are. the big news. Yep. Um, go ahead. A lot of people have heard this by now, but... Uh, a little bit of news with F1. Uh, Audi and Porsche have put in their bid um, that would most likely... Um, well, they've, they've put in their bid to join Formula One. And uh, my understanding was that they're going to hold off until they hear the the, uh, engine the requirements over. for 2026, right? Yes. Yeah. Until the Because it's an engine freeze through 2025 currently. Okay. Um, but it sounds just from the rumors uh, that they might be going with Red Bull. Okay. Um, or I've actually heard McLaren, which is debatable. McLaren is Mercedes powered right now, and what we've seen from the current regulations, the Mercedes engines are uh, they're reliable at least, but they're pretty underpowered compared to a lot of these other teams. You I know Mercedes powered cars are struggling. Yeah, I noticed that the Red Bull cars are freaking flying, but they can't finish races. <laughs> yeah, they are insanely quick, and then they blow up halfway through or in the last lap. Yeah, <laughs> it's just unfortunate. And, you know, I'm glad that, uh, that uh, Checo was able to complete the Australian Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was probably nervous, though. Seeing I heard you were up until, like, 2.30 last night watching. Yeah, I was watching. I did it. not stay up that late. I, I did. <laughs> I, lo- I like F1, but I did not stay up that late to watch. Yeah, I was watching it. I, I always catch him live. How'd it go? Um, I did hear that Leclerc was in P1 for a while. Leclerc uh, did a Grand Slam. He led every single lap from pole. Um so he actually finished he won obviously and uh he finished 20 seconds ahead of sergio perez who got second place and then uh mercedes was on the podium again but only because a uh, max had a power unit failure again he was literally going into turn one i think i can't remember but he was going into one of the corners and uh he was like, I think the motor is shitting itself, and he pulled over, and it was just smoking. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, just I don't, don't have like a favorite it. driver or anything, but I like Max. I like Perez. I think he's a, think he's a good kid. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Sergio Perez too. Yeah. Yeah, I like seeing the uh, I like seeing the Red Bull versus Ferrari thing going on. It's oh, really yeah. interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we'll see who Audi and Porsche join. Um, yeah. Hopefully. Uh, I would actually love to see them join an underfunded team. You know how cool it would be if Haas became like Porsche Haas or right. something like that? Yeah. It'd be awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, and then additionally, F1 next year, 2023, is going to Las Vegas. Yes. So they did race in Las Vegas in the past, and it was the a 80s, race. right? Yeah. It was a race around a parking lot, and it was pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Potholes and stuff like that. I heard there like was that. very low turnout. Not a lot of people would show up. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. not a good race. But this year, they're running down the Vegas Strip. Mm-hmm. Um and the scenery looks beautiful, and I know this will pull a crowd. I mean, go to Vegas and see a Formula One race. That's that's going to bring people in. Yeah. The only thing is, I saw um, pictures of the layout, and for the style of corners and the stuff that makes F1 like races interesting, um, this track doesn't look all that interesting. No. The layout looks a little bit lame, but I also thought the same thing about Jetta, and we've had two good races there, so... 
hopefully this track is good. We won't know until they actually race it, but I don't know. The layout looks a little bit disappointing, but we'll have to see. But the rest of it big, looks long, very straight. promising. There's a big, long Oh, yeah, straight. it'll be very fast. Yeah, super fast. Red Bull versus Ferrari. Is that going to be the movie that we make? <laughs> yeah, Red Bull versus Ferrari. <laughs> Except it's uh, it's like one it's, of us is driving a, a 308 GTS at, while drinking a 12-ounce can of Red Bull. One of <laughs> us is driving a Ford Focus with Ferrari badges on it. <laughs> and the other one is just... One of those yeah, little it's, Red it's Bull, like Red Bull Honda versus Ferrari. We have one of us just in a Honda Civic with Red Bull stickers, drinking a ton of Red Bull, and then a guy <laughs> in a Ferrari, but he keeps breaking down oh, or something. Like that. We can get one of the Red Bull Minis. Oh, what? oh yeah, the, the, the Red the, Bull the, Mini they Use a Mini Cooper S oh, with a yeah, huge yeah, yeah, Red Bull yeah, yeah, can on the top of it. Yes, they have a truck yeah. bed on it. Oh, I'm all in. Those are awesome. Versus the 308 GTS. Yeah, the Mini might win. <laughs> definitely, it would definitely win. Imagine you know if those are based off of like a Cooper so S stops and blow up, or what they're. The, what I'm, I'm pretty sure they're Cooper S. Are they? I'm pretty sure. Maybe they're a Clubman, a little bit bigger. No, it was before the Clubman. Was it? It was a while ago. Okay. I've seen these for sale. You can buy them on eBay. Yeah. I did see two because it's a lot of people are selling them just as Mini Cooper truck, but then I've also seen the like Red Bull can that was on the back of it for sale. Thought that'd be a fun one. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, oh, yeah. I saw a thing the other day that was. Uh, I want to get one of those that's right hand drive and just drive that oh, thing around. Oh, <laughs> I, I saw a thing the other day that was. Uh, have you ever seen The Italian Job? Yes. Where With the minis going through. Yeah. Speaking uh, of, did you see that we have a we have an Austin Mini? Yeah, this yeah. thing's so cool. It's, I need to, I need awesome. to go look at it. You got to come in sometime. But uh, the, is that Austin Healy, but even smaller? No, so it's really so complicated. I, I know because Austin, Austin yeah. it was its own company, yeah. and they had their own Austin models and the Austin Minis and the Austin Healys. But how does the Mini compare to the Austin Healys that I'm used to seeing? Are um, the Minis bigger, smaller, better, worse? Well, it's just like a, it's just a Morris Mini or a BMC Mini, or they were, yeah. they were. They were designed by Alicus Agonis, and then that design got lent out to all of these different British manufacturers, and I think even a few Italian manufacturers. I know there's some that are longer than others, Yeah, and they're, they're just however they build them. It's like the Isetta, where yeah. there's long ones, and there's short ones, and there's... And they got contracted out oh, to yeah. several makers. Yeah. Did you know the little, the uh, do you know the story behind the door card in the Mini? No. It holds all of the ingredients for, a, I think, a dry martini. Right. Something like that, yeah. The door card is perfectly sized for vermouth, gin. I don't, I don't even know what goes into a dry martini, but it's all the ingredients for a dry martini. Back in the day, they just drinking like, that yeah. much. Yeah. Like, you got a yeah. haul. Well, it's yeah. like the Lamborghini Espada. They uh-huh. had an option for instead of a passenger seat, you can get a mini bar. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, Jesus. That is so funny. Anyways, back to Italian job. Yeah. They were driving the minis through the subway. Yeah. L.A. didn't want them to run... Uh, internal combustion engines, gas uh, engines in there. So they've made three. It was the only three EV Mini Coopers on the planet at, at the, time. the time. Yeah, that's fucking sweet. Yeah, and then they just dubbed in over the um, the sounds. Yeah, that's <laughs> they cool. just revved them in a back alleyway and just. Well, put that's that the in. new Italian job. Have you ever seen the old Italian job? I have not. I it's, need to. It's. I mean, it's okay for like. If you if you're into old cinema, it's pretty I, cool. I like old stuff. Yeah. I all I know is he drives a um, Lamborghini Mayura at the oh, beginning yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh, With yeah. the eyelashes. <laughs> yeah. Those cars are so sweet. They are They're sweet. So cool. I love them. They look beautiful. Transverse V12. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a 3.5 liter. It's I think, it's I think pretty so. small. Yeah. Three and a half. Yeah. yeah. Corey, tell us about Bristol. Okay. Uh, so 
Bristol Motor Speedway down in Bristol, Tennessee. It's actually outside of Bristol. It was closer to, uh, I don't know the name of it, but there was a different town that was literally closer to the track than Bristol was. Okay. But anyway, um, they held their uh, annual Dirt Nationals for the second year. Um, just, what, last weekend? Two weekends ago? Two weekends ago, yeah. Um, it's so hard to keep track of time dude, like, I ever don't know. since COVID. I feel it's like weird. it's raining for three weeks straight. That's true. Yeah. I wasn't here for it, but. <laughs> well, it's nice out today, so yeah. I'm yeah. Go, it was windy know, as work shit. Work on my car. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was so bike, windy. Bike my hat space. flew away. I was trying to get in the G8. I opened the door, and there was just so much turbulence coming off of there that my hat flew across the parking lot. Dude, the whole drive over here, I had to keep the steering wheel cocked to the side. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, well, I, I have to do that, too, but I need an alignment. I was like, is this my alignment messed up? And then I look at the trees and they're over there doing the limbo. I'm like, yeah. no, I think I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Doratio two. Yeah, I had another Dorito electric coming boogaloo, through. Boogaloo. But electric boogaloo. But yeah, anyway. Anyways. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I decided to go down there and we got the car all put together. I spent like three weeks just every night get off work, go home, work on this thing till like eleven, go to bed, wake up, go to work, just constantly trying to get this thing ready. Uh, ended up finishing it. I finished the car. Uh, the night before I had to leave and then I woke up early and loaded everything up and then left that morning um, And, and we're driving down there with you, right? You what your family went with? Oh, you? yeah There's family family mom, dad, with. girlfriend. Did your brother go with no, no just mom dad girlfriend? Okay, but uh, we had just gotten through Paducah, Kentucky and my dad's transmission decided to blow up in the truck So we pull into this hotel. We literally had first and fifth. Those are the only two gears we had but we pull into this hotel. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> one to get you going and one to keep you going. Yeah. Well, no, I kept it's a the, fucking power you, glide right use, there. Use first gear to get up to 70 miles an hour and then hold it there and fit. No, it was just the transmission was getting oh, so Oh, I know hot, what you could you do. Could smell it. But what we did. With your dad's truck, first gear, ride it all the way out. Fifth gear, too low, ride that out. Fifth gear, four high. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like that one cook everything on the way up there. <laughs> But yeah. Blow your transfer case out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we got into this hotel. We, we were hoping to make I it all the way to the track. Low, you don't have it too low. But we didn't. You know what I mean? Unless it's twin stick. Yeah. Sorry, go on. But anyway, so we had we decided that we were going to try changing the fluid, just cycling all that. And there's two filters inside this Ram. Um, the place down the street actually had one in stock. So we bought one at 7 a.m. Sunday morning. And uh, there's no... There's no easy way to change the filters, so we had to drop the whole pan and dump like 15 quarts of transmission fluid all over this parking lot in Kentucky. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure they're used to it. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, that's awesome! Some some new guy did that they're again." Like, oh, another Ram. Yep, another another Ram <laughs> is here. But yeah, got all that uh, swapped out. That's like a $300 fluid change by the time you buy all that crap. Jesus. Yeah, I got the pan all bolted back up, made it to the track. Um, and we went there with the most underpowered car. I literally went there. The rule spec that I run around here requires bone stock of most parts. I mean, obviously you have like all the safety equipment is added and just some sort of stuff to help the car turn better and stuff like that. But the motor in our car is bone stock. That's just what is required. Mm -hmm. And I'm going up against dudes with built motors. Like Okay, and what's the rule set that you run versus the rule set that allows for built motors? Um, I run IMCA, okay, and these guys run SCDRA, which is the East Coast rule set. Gotcha. And that's what Bristol was using. So these guys are showing up. There were cars that you couldn't even recognize as front-wheel drive. Some of the stuff literally looked like modifieds just without a differential in the back axle. Wow. It is ridiculous. Like, 
I couldn't even tell what I was racing against half the time because there's yeah. no original body panels on these cars. Wow. And, uh, yeah, some of these guys, I was talking to them, were literally 350 horsepower, and I've got the 150 stock. But we decided to just persist anyway. Um, car was good in practice. It was good uh, Good in the first race Tuesday. I actually, I started in, like, 18th and finished 10th. One, by holding guys off, and two, all those guys with built motors kept blowing up motors. They were oh, just going yeah. through them. And I had finished the race Tuesday, pulled back into the pit, and as I'm pulling back in, I notice my temp gauge drops to zero. And I pull in. The, the water pump blew off the back of the block and was just dumping all the water out. It got that hot. It was just blowing everything out. And uh, so I got a new water pump on installed in the parking lot and raced Wednesday. Temps and everything uh, stayed good, you know and made it made it through that day and actually it was actually running really well finished 10th again um and yeah honestly everything was actually running really good i was kind of surprised by it you know and i I was like i don't want to say anything because that's when issues happen is when you start talking about it (laughs) (laughs) but i was like everything's actually running really good right now a lot of guys are blowing up and i'm out here down 200 horsepower on these guys and i'm almost keeping up with them and enough to finish the race and enough to uh eventually um, qualify for the show. They were taking the top 24 cars. There were 100 there. And you accumulate points throughout the races throughout the week. Yeah. And I got into the race um, ranked 23rd of 24. But I made Ooh. it into the big yeah. race, which I was very surprised. I didn't think I'd honestly make it in. Yeah. But I made it in. And uh, I was very thrilled about that. And I was very happy. And there were a lot of guys coming up talking to me like, like, oh, like, you know, what do you have done to this car? You know, stuff like that. Just, like, talking to some of the other competitors. There are a lot of very friendly people that I was racing against. Mm-hmm. And I was telling them, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm bone stock. And the guy's like, oh, really? Like, that's surprising. How are you getting good starts? You weld the diff? I'm like, no, I've got an open differential. Just stuff like that. And a lot of these guys were very surprised that this car was stock. And I had a lot of other people that I knew from back home sending me messages just like, holy cow, dude, you know, just like you're keeping up. And uh, so I felt really good about that. And mm-hmm. we went into the main race on Saturday. And I started 23rd because that was like the ranking going into it. And I actually made my way up to like 19th or 18th or something. I wasn't really looking at the scoreboard because that track's big and scary. I was not focused on my yeah. position. I was just I saw, staying alive. I watched some clips that your dad uploaded. There were some sketchy moments oh, there. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of sketchy like the, moments there. Uh, I, I remember specifically there was one where you kind of thread the needle and uh, it looked like it's yeah. definitely a code brown <laughs> yeah there was uh i was i was chasing a guy on the low line and somebody on the high line blows their motor cuts down to the bottom of the track so the guy directly in front of me shoots to the high side and this is right on the entrance of turn one we're going easily over 100 miles an hour on the entrance of this corner and it's like brakes don't work when you're going that fast on dirt and so i had to just shoot this gap i cranked it way into the left and the counter steered it to the right and I literally was at like a 45 degree angle and slid between these guys inches on either side and I was very relieved to not hit either of <laughs> yeah. them because I thought I was going to hit them both yeah <laughs> I was I was very surprised I was like that could have been way worse mm-hmm. um so how'd the weekend uh 13 laps to go in the feature guy spun right in front of me and I narrowly avoided him everyone else avoided him but we had a restart and on that restart um I had a good jump. I passed the guy in front of me, like the guy directly in front of me. I cut down underneath him, and for less than half a second, I see a car stop directly in front of me, and I drove right underneath him, just destroyed the car. Um, I ended up watching a replay later because I couldn't even explain what had happened. Yeah. And I watched a replay, and it looked like the leaders got a good start, 
but they kind of like slowed down right before the start. And so just like in traffic, one person has the brakes, the next guy has the brakes, the next guy has the brakes. And the way the banking is, I can see the leaders going, so I get on the gas. I can't see the guys directly in front of me. They were hitting the brakes while I'm wide open. And so the back of the pack plowed into the mid of the pack, and it took out several guys. And Gotcha. I'm guessing you were out at that point. Yep, I was yeah. out at that point. Um, I drove underneath a car, and so my frame was fine, but it, it sheared off the radiator. It took the hood with. It broke all the pins in half, like literally just stole the hood right off the car. Um, it broke the intake manifold off the head. Like <laughs> it smoked everything. It just it gave it a haircut. I mean, destroyed <laughs> gave it, it a haircut. But honestly, I was just, I was very happy to make the big show. I was yeah. not expecting it. So yeah, I was that's, just like, that's sweet. I was like, you know what? I'll call this um, I'll call this week a success. And there are guys that I raced with back here at home that I finished as far as like the standings go. I finished very far ahead of them. Mm-hmm. And so that's just. I mean that that's just a relief yep. and that means that when regular racing gets started back up here in about uh three weeks hopefully we're one of the faster guys this year yeah one of the one of the fast teams so uh pretty promising but yeah, yeah overall it was, it was a good week honestly if they do it again next year i'll go down there again although i'll probably uh borrow a motor to go down there because oh, yeah. i could keep up with the leaders in corners and we'd get on the straightaways and they'd pull bus lengths on me because i don't have the horsepower to match those guys mm-hmm. but yeah. You could just get something powerful to drop in there. Yeah. Literally just I don't know. get get a <laughs> it built seems, motor and it. It seems like there's a the trade week. off between how far you build a car and how reliable it is. So oh, I don't, absolutely. I don't know if you'd need to be as crazy as some of those guys out there with there were, 350 horsepower, <laughs> but if you could have more power and have a little bit there of There were guys out there, there that have like almost 10 times the amount of money into their car than I do. Yeah. And I was beating them because they were blowing Which up. is a lot of money for a Hornet. Oh, yeah. The winning car, that guy said he had 60 grand into it. Ooh, wow. And that is a Honda Civic. Just sixty thousand dollars into it. <laughs> it's it not just, even like a like a new Type R or anything. It's probably like an <laughs> it like 04 Civic. Yeah, yeah right. It's just insane how yeah. how much those guys build those cars. But I was turning twenty one and a half second laps, and this guy was turning twenty flat. I mean, that is just insane. Yeah. So sixty thousand dollar Honda Civic means he can resell it for like three thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Jesus. No, right. so, somebody that does these races would buy that car for probably about that much money. It's just insane, which it, it brought up the conversation. Um, unfortunately, I don't get to make the decisions on this, but I was talking with a lot of other drivers that this rule spec needs to add more rules. It's like, yeah, run what you brung is kind of nice. Guys can build whatever. But the thing is, it's gotten to the point where you have the same few leaders because you have rich dudes running four-cylinder cars when they should be in a late model, you know? guys like just throwing tons of money out like honda civics and chevy cavaliers and they're out here beating a lot of the entry-level lower budget teams and it's just like yeah a spending it's hard to put a, it's nice. hard to put something a spending like cap on something like that because you'd have to track all of these just small teams from across the country but maybe maybe like like the miata spec series has is that they actually dyno the cars in tech mm. and you have a horsepower cap that's what they need to do to these guys because mm-hmm. I'm sure they have a dyno at um, at Bristol. I mean, they literally rolled us through the room that has all the lasers that NASCAR uses. We actually went through that thing, and they scaled everything in there. And it's like, I'm sure there's a dyno in there somewhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like you have guys. You don't have laser to, technology. I'm sure you have a dyno. Guys don't need to be making 350 horsepower out of a Civic, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. They'll they'll just sit. Uh, they'll just sit AJ in the passenger seat, have you gun it, and he'll go, yeah, it feels about. 
feels about 200. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you have a guy sitting in the passenger seat that is just, he's driven every front wheel drive car ever. <laughs> he's like, you're making 256 right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, not, no more, no less. It, it's exactly 256. <laughs> he has the best butt dyno out there. <laughs> <laughs> Great band name. Butt so, dyno, yeah. Well, best butt dyno out there. Anyways, we're going to move on now to our main topic. Uh, somebody want to introduce our main topic? Is our main topic um, getting sand in your shoes? No. Because I had that on the way in here. I don't even know where the sand came from. Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's so windy. It's so windy, though. (laughs) It's it's just... Anyways, our main topic is the Chicago Auto Show. We went back to the auto show in May, or in May, good Lord, in February. And we went... Sorry, this is going (laughs) to... Dude's out here just creaking his mic. (laughs) It's not staying up. Anyways, what was that auto show? We went to the Chicago Auto Show back in February. Yeah, we We saw a lot of cool stuff there, so... Why not just jump right into it? Uh, did anybody have something that was absolutely their favorite? Uh, I actually really liked seeing the Broncos up close. Yeah. That and they had Broncos a cool up display. Broncos up close cool. They had a cool display. A lot of cars are just like, yeah, here's the car sitting here. We took the shift knob off so you don't steal it. And that's like all the more you <laughs> yeah. had to look at. But the Bronco was like, we're going to climb a big ass hill. We're going to drive through <laughs> some big ass sand. Yeah, we're going to go sideways. <laughs> big, fake rock. Doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And then the yeah. Mach-E was there and they were like, Oh yeah, just hop in. We're gonna do a nasty we're, pole through the middle of this do building. A, we're gonna we're gonna do an eighth mile. Yeah, <laughs> not even. It was like it's like a sixteenth yeah. mile pole right yeah. here. Those things got flying in that short they amount did. of time, though. They, they did. Get, I'm they sure got they up probably 60 hit sixty in that, yeah. in that tiny stretch. Yeah, I I really liked both the um, new GT86. What do they call that? The Toyota. Oh, the GR86. GR86, and, the, and then uh, the Subaru BRZ. Yeah, yeah, those are really Subaru cool. Subaru Breeze. Those were cool. <laughs> Dalen and I. <laughs> Dylan and I were laughing because we got over to uh, the Subaru area and they had like some sort of display going on. It was just fog everywhere. Yeah. And you couldn't even see it. And we're like, what is going on? It's either a head gasket or vapes. So <laughs> it's definitely vapes because you can't it's like you can't he- even see through it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't blow a head gasket when it's electric. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's, that's why yep. they're converting. Oh, uh, yeah. Just all yeah. vapes going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'll find games till your vape blows a head gasket. <laughs> I, I did like seeing all of the um, electric cars. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like that. That, that was the thing that really stood out to me is every single company has their new electric line. And it's mm-hmm. not just one car. It's a whole line of cars. Yeah. And they're all like significantly different, at least in looks, than their old stuff. Oh, yeah. And from yeah. each other. And, and from each it's other. It's so yeah. easy for cars to all, quote unquote, look the same, or yeah. at least we think they do. But I feel like all of the electric cars were un- were unique in their yeah. own. Oh, absolutely. What was was it? The Ionic? The Hyundai? Yeah, Hyundai Ionic, Ionic 5. That thing was kind of cool. It had like, I liked it. It had the it really had, retro, like, pixel taillights. Yeah, it and had stuff. a ton of geometry that didn't, like, it didn't have a pattern to it. It was right. just like, we're going to do squares in the taillights, triangles on the quarter panel, diamonds on the headlights. Like yep. nothing was even. It was just like Very shapes angular. everywhere. Yeah. You know, just like. Yeah. I, I blame Elon with the uh, Cybertruck. For that, that one? Well, yeah. See, I think they just walked retro. into a kindergarten classroom and they were like, what's your favorite shape? What's your favorite that's shape? That's probably What's your that. favorite yeah. shape? And then they just threw it all together. Or that's literally just how the meetings go at like Hyundai or whatever. They're like <laughs> sitting at round table discussion. Uh, we need triangles on the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then like I, I noticed that, you know, they had the bare Toyota. It was their new. It wasn't a oh, rash. Yeah, they had the chassis, chassis just sitting there. That yeah. Thing was yeah sweet. So they had that. And then there was also the the new Subaru like crossover electric 
and it oh, was yeah. like pretty much the same exact thing. The Actually, Soltara. I really enjoyed yeah. looking at just the Toyota display as a whole. They said that so big. They by are, 2025, yeah, they're, they're going to bring in 14 electric models. They didn't say if all 14 of those are North America, but 14 new models is I feel like big. they wouldn't announce that at the Chicago Auto Show if it We're wasn't bringing for America. 14 yeah. models, yeah. Only time, most of them. which are <laughs> yeah. going to be in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, 14 models, is that like you're actually going to get 14 different cars? They're going to be like... Camry EV, Camry EV Plus, Camry EV you know, Plus Gold, the yeah. Camry EV Platinum, like just like stuff like that. Are they counting all those? It almost makes me wonder if they're going to have a Toyota and a Toyota EV line. Like different like, lines. Like not like a different manufacturer like Toyota versus Lexus, but like you'll just have two separate divisions of the company. Yeah. I, I can't wait till they come out with uh, like an electric kind of racing deal. Um, well, they already, you know, they already have TRD, and they're, now they're going to yep. add like TERD, like Oh, Tur- I see what you're saying. Toyo- <laughs> Toyota <laughs> Electric Racing Division. Are you serious? That's not a thing. They should though. They that would be pretty funny. The turd line. The turd line. They also had the the new Jeeps that were the four by E or whatever. Yeah, and this gets into a whole thing I was going to talk about is electric trucks. Yeah. There's so many electric trucks. There. Oh, yeah. They think, had the uh, Silverado. Silverado EV was pretty sweet. It had yeah. like 24-inch wheels on it. It was yeah, ridiculous. It yeah. Those nuts. Yeah. I think it was like it was I don't know if they're holding huge-ass like, ass brakes with uh, regenerative braking under probably. there or what's going on. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they were solid, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. it was just it was just absolutely massive. I mean, it looks like they took that thing like straight out of like New Orleans or something. Just had huge <laughs> wheels on it. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Detroit. Detroit wheels. Yeah. F one fifty Lightning. Yep, that was sweet. That um, was cool. That is actually the NASCAR pace car now. Is it really? It's really? been the Camry forever, but I watched the Martinsville race yesterday, and they were rolling out with the, uh, um, the uh, the F one fifty Lightning. Yeah, which is really weird because normally the pace car in previous years it was like. Like Trans Ams and Camaros and stuff yeah, like that. Every year it'd be something different. Yeah, and now it's an F one fifty, but it's electric, and it's just funny. Like when the pace car kind of gets a head start to get ahead of the, like the race traffic, rather than like the pace car comes screaming by and people are like, "Oh, that thing's cool," you know, I'm gonna go buy that thing next week. It's just like it absolutely just, just blows comes by just, past. <sighs> <laughs> All you hear is tires, and you're like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> uh, Hummer EV. That Hummer thing's EV's sweet. Cool. That thing is huge. And yeah. it's heavy. It's like 11,000 or 9,000 9, pounds, 11,000 pounds, <laughs> yeah. something so crazy saw, like that. I saw it's Doug DeMuro review the... Uh, foot-pounds of torque. Okay. I saw yeah. Doug DeMuro review the pre-production version of that like a year yeah. ago. I was like, oh, that's like a pretty big like like truck thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I saw that thing at the actual auto show. I'm like, oh my God, this thing has its own zip code. It's like yeah. a full-size... It size. is massive. Well, and then the weird thing about it is it reminds me a lot of the Hummer H1 and the fact that the body itself is pretty short. It just sits so high off yeah. the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's so wide. It's yeah. like fire truck with it's, yeah it's like a full-size uh escalade yeah it's, it's like say goodbye to roadhead i mean your passenger is like on the other <laughs> side of the block well and i would i'd like to see somebody park one of those in a standard parking spot no it's oh, a yeah. parallel it's park got the it's crab walk. So many, oh yeah you're so, right it's, yeah okay so parallel parking might be kind of it might parallel parking might be easier oh it can crab walk yeah, yeah. there's so i've seen slide that, in yeah. sideways i've seen that commercial like a million times since yep. then and it's not like straight sideways, but it's maybe like a 45, 45 degree angle yeah. in. Huh. Yeah. And I'm sure it just parks itself. So is yeah, GM going to bring back quadrasteer? I, I, <laughs> it might have the quadrasteer thing. EV I mean, quadrasteer. Which it's not, that, it's a different then. setup because they're both, they're probably both electric racks. Right, probably. So it's not gonna be like the massive night because wasn't Quadrasteer a nightmare? Weren't they kind of oh, yeah. shitty? Like yeah. none of them, none of them work anymore that yeah. had them originally. Yeah. But, uh, 
all the electric stuff is really what got me there because mm-hmm. obviously electric's kind of the big way to go. <laughs> BMW iX, the largest grill ever on an electric oh, car. Oh yeah. <laughs> so all I remember from the BMW section is that we were walking through there and some little kid goes, "Look, they're putting gaming chairs in cars now." Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> when uh, when Dale and I walked um, over there, there was some guy that was like trying to like talk up like the sales lady there. He's like, "Yeah, so I," you know, we assume by we the assume way, this guy had like a base model three series. Yeah. He's standing there and he's like, "I actually uh, I took the mufflers off of my car at home. It sounds just like NASCAR now." And it's like, "What inline six sounds like a huge ass V8?" It's like, probably "Shut four, up, Dale. I would four cylinder. I would like to point <laughs> out too. That the he has men a three eighteen eye. The men and women working there don't care. Probably don't care. Don't know anything about cars. They're no. literally just like models and talent that are hired by an agency. Right. Oh yeah. They yeah. don't work for the manufacturer. They don't work for anything. They don't I, do anything with cars. They I, just I, literally I say, look nice and He's got like an M jacket, like M shoes, M hat. Yeah. He's standing there. He's like, uh, yeah, I cut the I cut the mufflers off my car. It's like so he, loud now. And it's just like he's dude, like the Corvette dad at Good Guys. Yeah, except he was like twenty three. Yeah, he was like our age. He just sounded like such a dork and Taylor <laughs> so, and I were just like oh my going lord going on with the model thing mm-hmm. when we were there and we were at the Nissan Z which by the way another good oh, that car thing's awesome. I actually took home the poster of it we, we got the posters too yeah. and uh, the I asked the lady who was giving out the posters I'm like so is it called the, the Nissan Z or is it the 400Z and she goes well it's technically just the Z but if you have any questions I'd ask them and she pointed to the models so I assume that they like know something they go through like some training to be oh, able to okay. explain I didn't know if they were like they go to the Nissan dealer that's local and go okay we need the hottest people who sell cars <laughs> no they're not they're not yeah. salespeople. they're not any of that they're okay. literally just you should talent. just hit them yeah. with like super obscure questions next time just like go up to them and say hey like, in 1983 <laughs> no just walk up to them and say uh, where's the ECU manufactured for this car <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the air fuel ratio of this what's the compression ratio of this motor are you sure about that? God. Jesus. Um, is this true displacement or is it rounded up? <laughs> I, What's the I really, final gear ratio? I'm sure the final drive is on their brochure. Probably. It might it, be, yeah, yeah, it might be. Uh, <laughs> Go up to someone with an EV and oh. say, What's the final drive on this thing? <laughs> but uh, uh, the other big one was the Corvette Z06. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was, thing was sweet. So and then seeing think, the cutaway of the engine. Yeah, the was cutaway nice. of the, their engine, which. I don't think that's the Blackwing motor. No, it's just its own. I, I think it's a thing. new. I think it's a new engine. It's yeah. called the LT. I can't remember what it's LT6. called. LT six. Yeah, is it the LT six. I'm I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, did you see their April Fools thing with the Corvette? Uh, on April Fools, they had a thing where they were saying that they're not going to build the Z06 because of internal combustion. They're going to change it to a hybrid, like <laughs> Z06 thing. <laughs> And it was like, obviously it was April Fool's. It came out on April 1st. You never put out anything serious on April 1st. Right. But, yeah, but nobody's like, buying that. Right. But at the same time, it was, they were very like, it made sense what they were saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. it'd be like the Acura NSX or the uh, the McLarens now. Yeah. The mid-engine. All hybrid. 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 Yeah. yeah. Did you see the, the first Z06 sold? Yeah. For a million dollars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody wanted serial number one. Well, it all goes to charity. Right, so it's it's a tax write off. I saw I there was that. actually uh, somebody was but selling. But that happened. It happens with every every time that there's a new car, it goes right. to Meekum or Barrett Jackson, yeah. and it auctions for over a million dollars. Yeah, right. Somebody, it's somebody, it's somebody, almost not even newsworthy. Somebody had a 1969 Trans Am. It was VIN number whatever zero 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 one. Yeah, it's like the very first Trans Am ever made. And I was watching the auction, 
and it had like two days left on it and it was at a million dollars that was like over a year ago but i was just like Jeez. Yeah. Some guy wants number one. <laughs> well, you got to think number one is always going to be worth something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No matter what the market does. There's yeah. Even if it's like a clapped out base model, somebody yeah. wants number one. Well, did I ever tell you at our school for our car show, we had Camaro number one? Oh, really? Zero, 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 one. The guy said uh, he bought it. It was like a drag car. It was a race car. And he bought it from some guy and he was trying to get it insured. And the lady goes, well, you have car number one. Oh, okay. So we went to restore it back to the original. I think you told me the spec on this, right? Put the original inline six back in it. <laughs> put the original uh, Power Glide automatic in it. Painted it to the ugliest, like that, like champagne green oh, color. Oh yeah. Put the original brown interior back in it. It's painful spec. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like my grandpa really wants a Camaro, but can't afford the V8 or anything. Cringe so he went spec. out and bought like the Cringe cheapest spec. one possible. Cringe Real quick. mean my E30. <laughs> yeah, right. Real quick. Do we just want to run through a couple of these brands yes. that were there at the show? Alfa Romeo. I loved the Quadrifoglio. Alfa Romeos are always cool. The yeah, Julia I, Quad. I, love, I yeah. love the look of that thing, and I've always loved that car. Uh, mm-hmm. First time I ever saw one of those things, uh, Hy-V was giving one away. In like oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I remember walking were. up, and I was just like, what the hell? Yeah. I was like, what is that car? Yeah. And uh, I walked up, and I was like, there's like a praying mantis on this car or whatever, like right. in front of it. And uh, I looked up, and I was like kind of looking at the thing, and I was like, this thing is awesome. The only downside is that it was automatic. It was an automatic four-cylinder. is really bassy. I think uh, MSRP was like $30,000 on that yeah, thing. Yeah, but it looked sweet. <laughs> it did look sweet, yeah. I see, I see alphas around town now, and I'm just like, they're probably all base models, but at least you see them. They look yeah. cool. Uh, I really like the Julias. What I was really surprised about at the show was there was no Honda Acura. Oh yeah, no. They've Honda been there in the past. Um, yeah, I, I guess you know it ultimately comes down to it doesn't make sense for you to bring whatever you have to the show. Does Honda have anything new coming out that isn't yeah, what, the, like what the Civic the, is the new thing? What was but, the Acura uh, Integra? I I don't know if that those thing, would be I don't know if those would be ready for show. That yet, thing though. is out now. I don't think it was two months ago. Yeah. Oh okay. Well, because before that they had it announced and they had it showed off. Yeah. They, they just didn't have it like a show ready one. That, right. Because it, it kind of sucks when you, well, know, you that, go to the they, show. You and, probably have to sign up for the Chicago Auto Show like a year in advance. They yeah, were probably like, probably we don't true. even know if that thing's gonna yeah. be ready, so they just didn't do yeah. it. Yeah. That's true. Uh, going through the brands here, I don't think we even looked at Chrysler. Um, I remember, I remember seeing. I like don't even remember Rams seeing Dodge. Chrysler. I remember Dodge. seeing. Oh yeah, Dodge. I, I saw some of the Dodge Jeeps. models. There was Jeeps. Jeeps. Nothing. I don't remember. Nothing too interesting or new with from uh, Stellantis. Pretty much nothing was like wow. Other yeah. than the the, 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 the Jeep Wagoneer, Wagoneer was pretty cool. Yeah, that was and about it. I didn't look at that thing up there, close. There was a. I read an article about how they're looking at getting rid of the V8 in the Wagoneer. And replacing oh, it with a, like a four liter inline six. Yeah, they should do like a V12 in it. <laughs> V12 Wagoneer. Imagine oh just hauling ass. Yeah, at a time when everybody's eliminating their V12s. <laughs> Actually, they could just they own. could just take their V or their inline six Put and make two of them. Yeah. yeah, be like the oh, 850 yeah. Ci. That's never gone go. bad before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the brand that I was actually kind of surprised by there that a brand I've never cared about but was interesting, Lincoln. Oh yeah, yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln had, had cool three shit. models there, and they were in like a hotel lobby looking display. It was kind mm-hmm. of. It was the Navigator, the Aviator, and the... The Epic Aviator. Okay, well, there was another... It was was like a chauffeur-style aviator. It was was like a limited edition aviator. the doors were locked. You couldn't even get into it or anything, but... Well, there was the one right when we walked in the... uh, in the Toyota 
section, there was the new Supra that had the wide body on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That Targa pretty, Supra was there, too. Targa Supra is cool. What about the Tacozilla? The that tacos. thing was sweet. <laughs> so How just, about Kyle Busch's NASCAR with a yeah. functional door? <laughs> yeah. Just right. the other day, I saw the original, what the Tacozilla was based off of. Oh, yeah. Like the mm-hmm. Tacoma with the Winnebago on the back. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And the Tacozilla was a six-speed, mm-hmm. so that just makes it better. Mm-hmm. But, Toyota knows how to advertise. Yeah. I noticed a lot of their vehicles were manual. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much yeah. anything that comes with a manual, they had they the made manual, manual version at the at mm-hmm. the show. The well, BRZ was also manual. Well, because everyone assumes you can get an auto. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um what else? What else? Well, Nissan. Nissan. With their little trucks. Those so those the, different projects that they had. The Frontier. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I really I really liked that they had like the retro. They had a bunch years. of different ones. There. They yes. had one there on white painted steelies. Yeah, that, yeah. Thing, was yeah. that thing was badass. <laughs> I don't know why. I've never been so turned on by white painted steelies. Yep. Yeah, I've never been so turned on in general. That yeah. was just awesome. <laughs> uh, we'll have to make this quick because it looks like they're trying to yeah, get people out of here. But, um, um, I think that's that's really all the stuff I had out of all the brands. Is there any anything yeah, there, that anybody wanted to look through any of these brands and just point anything out? I think all the like main things that stood out were stuff that's like pretty typical. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there were a couple Buicks there, and uh, there was nobody there. Nobody. It's no, funny. No, there was seriously was nobody looking at any of the Buicks. Yeah, and I don't think there was anybody even hosting the Buicks. They didn't have like a person like standing by the cars to show them off or anything. I think the GMC people might have been like with the Buicks that, that but just, when nobody's looking at them it's not like the GMC people would be over there to like answer questions I saw yeah. somebody walk it, it just hurts to area. see that though it's yeah. like yeah that does suck two years ago I was like holy crap Buick is awesome the T-Rex yeah. is the coolest car ever yes. and I was like literally optioning one out on my computer yeah. seeing like what would it cost to get this kind of thing and now it's like it, it's just sad they have a few SUVs and nobody cares about them mm-hmm. I will also say they had a GT40 there like the, that thing was awesome. That the original, was cool. That was yeah. cool to see. I got yelled at because I was pointing too close to it. He thought I was touching it. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was all about. <laughs> yeah. The guy get mad. Don't touch the GZ40. Yeah. yeah, he's like, uh, gentlemen, or gentlemen, something like don't. that. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, you're like windexing off the bumper right now. Yeah, don't talk to me. Uh, I I did you're watch like, these the, tires have gone 240 miles per hour down the Mosan Strait, and you're mad because I'm touching them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there were people there wiping down the cars. Mm-hmm. They were wearing like turtle wax shirts and stuff, which not to bash on turtle wax or anything, but those people were good. Products. These people were dry wiping the cars. Oh yeah, yeah. They I weren't. They weren't using any wax. They have the dustiest car ever. And yeah, they were like using a California duster. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, yeah. That Leaves was, it dustier than it began. Yeah. Began. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Which I mean, you can't. I understand that it's Every a, it's, car a, from it's a trade show. show just right. Leaves right. A ton of swirl marks. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna get beat up. Uh, good it was food, nice actually. Good I did notice in the BMW area there was no oil slicks on any other cars, which is very surprising. Yeah, I There's did no notice. Oil in them. I did notice that everybody oh, yeah, they, they the don't BMW. put oil in the production model or <laughs> Drain the, it. the, yeah. the show off model. Yeah, Dale yeah. and I were actually uh, we were getting a good laugh at just the way car stereotypes are completely legit. Yeah, like one hundred. We were in the Ford area, and it was just like all families just families looking at like the the new bronco and the subaru new Mavericks. it's yeah. all dudes in their 20s yep all dudes with flat bills vaping that yeah. was like the whole subaru <laughs> nobody was vaping inside the mccormick everybody place. i saw guys vaping inside the mccormick what? place yeah oh and then all the dudes that were also just getting in and dry shifting a lot of the cars oh, not yeah. even touching the clutch they just yeah. get in and start banging it between all the so gears i was just like oh, everybody <laughs> in the subaru section 
they were either families that went to the family cars, like the Outback and stuff, yeah. or they went straight to like the Travis Pastrana yeah. drift car. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was funny. There, the there was WRX. just a crowd of people looking at... Uh, yeah. They had Travis Pastrana's car, and then I think they had like a Ken Block car there or yeah. something. Well, notice they put those, the BRZ and the WRX, off in its own little area. Yeah. So they yeah. can separate the douchebags from the yeah. family. And then what was up with, like, right outside the Subaru area, they had, they had like a dog. Subaru always does their like share the love event yes. where when you buy a car you can donate like five hundred dollars something to whatever and I think mm-hmm. that that was part of it was like the whole yeah donate it to dog yep. shelters or something. And then they had the outdoorsy thing. Yep, uh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was. I really they they, they that. built like a fake forest. They yeah. definitely stood out because their, of that. their display was creative. I will yeah. give them that. They they definitely had the most creative display. Yeah. Ford was cool with the off-road stuff. Uh, there were a couple others that did the same thing, like the Tundra. Chevy had, had like an okay display. I thought it was really interesting that Chevy was showing off their industrial stuff. Yeah, they had like, they had like the uh, what is it like the Silver 6500 HD with like a oh, service yeah. body on yeah. the back, and it's like, I don't you really know, know if there's any construction workers here that are like. They can't I mean, someone could just show up, you know, looking at things and then, oh, I also have a construction business on the side. That's okay. true. Okay. I owner, see that. Yeah. You know, you saw, um, I feel the, like, the uh, Ram Promasters were there too. Yeah. And then a couple of years ago, I don't think they were there this year, but the Mercedes, uh, Metris and all the Mercedes vans, the Sprinters, oh, yeah. they were there a couple of years ago. I but, just, uh, I it was really interesting. Kind yeah. Of the way they had it all I love the show. Here. I'd, yeah, I'd highly recommend show. going. I'm, we met some cool people, talked to some cool people there. Um, it's just, if you're into cars, even if you aren't into cars, you can go there and enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's just a general trade show. You can go there and you can check out all the cars without being harassed by a salesman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's what I hate is when yeah. I'm like, I'm driving by a dealership and I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, they have like a, like a fourth gen out front and I'm like about to pull in there and then I'm like, it's Tuesday at three o'clock. I'm going to get annoyed. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not going there and I'll like come back on Sunday to look at the thing. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else about the show? No, that kind of wraps up my yeah. thoughts. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to our show, Joy Rides Automotive Podcast. Uh, be sure to check us out on Instagram, Facebook. You can email us. You can get a hold of us. Any questions that you might Once have. Once again, if you're from Belgium, <laughs> please email us. Belgian guy, please email I, us. I hope, I hope we Send don't. Send us tickets to spa. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we don't uh, intimidate that guy or anything by co- continually shouting him out. But I, I think it's he cool. Knows he knows who he is. He was our first international listener. So yeah. he or she, whoever it is. Yeah, uh, that's true. He yeah, or she. Because we don't have that statistic. But whoever's from Belgium or whoever's IP is based out of Belgium, again, maybe they're just listening on a uh, VPN. Oh, VPN. Oh, <laughs> they're yeah, from they're, Russia using a VPN yeah. so that they can listen to the podcast. They're probably from right down the street, and they have it so they can illegally download oh, movies. Oh, yeah, okay. Anyways, right. yeah. in the library. Anyways, yes, if you're an international listener especially, because we would love to learn all about international car markets. There's a lot yeah. of stuff yeah. that yeah. we don't get here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we even get the same cars, but just with less options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the same. So, yeah. We don't get the same turn signal style. Yeah, yeah. We don't uh, we don't get those amber lights. Ours are red, right? Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Bye.